0: everybody. Thank you for joining Love Talks today. We are still discussing the topic of handing over the wheel, what true surrender looks like. And on this podcast today, I would just really like to discuss the topic of false security and what that really looks like in our lives and how I have come up against this time and time again in my own personal life and I just think that you know it's just really something that God has put his finger on for me personally how I have not only you know tried to hold on to things with my hands but how I've looked to other things um, as such as things as finances or even automobiles and you'll say what you know as a false sense of security and I'll get more into that um, and what that looks like but you know I really want to speak to hearts that have that of people that carry a lot of fear around maybe you just feel really burdened down by fear maybe you really just worry a lot and your mind is racing and you can't sleep at night or You have panic attacks or you feel like you have depression and you don't even have to have a mental illness, but maybe you just feel bogged down by the stresses of daily life and you just can't seem to unwind or relax. And in this day and age, we really do in the world look towards self-help, you know, like I'm going to help myself, you know, I there's got to be some way to fix this thing. There's got to be some way to solve the problems and the situations that I face on a daily, on a daily basis. And, you know, I think that, I mean, one of the most, one of the largest industries in the world is self-help. And I've always found it to be extremely interesting. Um, You know, I was, I was a big advocate in, you know, you know, quote unquote, you know, self-help or, you know, yoga or doing all these different things before I got radically saved because I thought, wow, you know, the deeper I go in myself, surely, you know, I'm going to be able to come to this place of total and perfect peace. Which always felt sh- always felt really short, you know. I could do yoga for 20 hours, and it would not that I did, but you know, I, I could do yoga for all these hours. I could I could read self help books. I could fill my mind full of all of these positive thoughts and surround myself with quote unquote positive people. And I could put myself in a room and get a massage and get a facial and do all these luxurious things, and it always fell short. It would last for, you know, it would last for a time, but then the anxiety would come back. Um, I would maybe get in my car and somebody would cut me off. And that peace that I had was very short lived. And that's because, you know, Jesus says that the peace I give you is not like the, the peace that the world gives you. And the peace that Jesus gives you is really this invitation to be able to completely surrender all control. And when you surrender control and you stop trying to fix yourself, then you allow for the one who created you to actually come in and fix you. And I used to say, you know, it's really interesting how we fix ourselves when we weren't the ones who created ourselves in the first place. And, you know, I think of cars, you know, like for instance, a BMW. I've never owned one, but I've known people that have owned a BMW and, you know, if you own a BMW or a Mercedes, you can't take that car to just any, any car shop. You have to take it to someone that specializes in fixing that car, who specializes in being able to order the certain parts that it needs to be able to know, you know, what is wrong with it and check the diagnostics of the car like you really have to take it to a specialist. And that really, I feel like, is where we fall short sometimes, is that we are trying to fix areas in our lives, or we're trying to control areas in our lives, or we're trying to help ourselves. We're trying to find help from things that are are momentary um, to fix inside of us what is wrong. But the only way that things that only way that we're going to be able to come to peace, the only way that we're going to be able to have some of these areas in our lives that seem so out of control come into control is by giving our control to the one who is faithful in knowing everything about us. And I feel like I didn't realize in my life how much false security I put my trust in, and you know this issue just came up recently because my husband was driving a smaller car to work, and you know, I've brought this up quite a bit, um, but I find that when we really share the things in our lives that cause us the most trauma, it it brings freedom to someone. and so my dad was killed in a car accident, a tragic car accident, unexpected, and you know my husband was driving the smaller car, and I just every morning that my husband would drive my daughter to school. And it was an older car, like a 2009 or something, Mazda. And anyways, so he would drive her to school and every morning that he would drive her to school, like I would just pray, Lord Jesus, get them safely, get them home safely. And I still do pray that I pray for them to get home safely. And, you know, but I just did not feel like they were secure in the car. I did not feel like the car was safe enough. And recently my husband just bought a brand new car and it has... The bells and the whistles, and you know, as far as safety features go, it'll it'll stop if it's too close to a car. You know, you can't back up if somebody's too close. And and I realized at uh, the moment my husband got that car, I actually had less, and I'm gonna be honest, I had less worry about them driving. And the Lord really highlighted that to me. He said, Danielle, you. Are putting your trust in that car and now that the car is safer and up to safety standards of today you have peace but you were always supposed to put your peace and your trust in the fact that I would keep your family safe because God did he gave me a word that my family would be safe from tragedy and I in that moment, realized that I was putting control in an object that was not God. And of course, I repented and, and honestly was so grateful that God would even show me that like and by his grace he would show me that instead of just dealing with it when we had the other car like god was like look you know i'm gonna bring in this car now i'm gonna show you like this area and he didn't bring any shame or he didn't bring any condemnation to my heart but he just showed me like this is false security danielle you're putting you're feeling secure in something that is truly not the only thing that is secure is me and so, you know, I, like I said, I just, I'm putting my faith in Him. I'm putting my family in His hands. You know, another area that I really had a lot of false security in before I got radically touched by God was my finances and my job. And I remember, you know, I just had so much fear of lack. And I can't even really tell you fully where that fear came from, but I worked, I worked, I worked, I worked all the time. And I never felt like. We had enough. And I actually had an envelope full of money. I had a, probably about 7000 on up of cash in this envelope. And I mean, I was not nice about it. I would tell my husband, do not touch this envelope. Do not spend this money. Like there was so much fear. This envelope was a god. This envelope was the God of protection. It was this, you know, this money was God of protection. This money was a false sense of security for me. And I felt like if we didn't have that money, like I, I can't explain to you the fear, the fear of not having that envelope, the fear of not having that that God in my life. And of course, as we all know, if you've listened to the past podcast, God asked me to literally give him... <laughs> My job, and what's so beautiful about the Lord, was when He told me to give Him, his, you know, my job, and I gave Him my job, and that's a testimony in itself. You can go to Love's Journey, the first podcast, and that goes through my testimony. But when I gave Him my job, I remember Him saying, "I am so excited to show you how I am going to bless you. I am so excited to show you how I get to be Lord over your life, because you've always been Lord over your own life." And it made, I just wept at that. Like, I I wept, I, I would like to say that I wept in bitterness. Like, it was a, because I felt this bitterness in my heart. I felt this, this, this unworthiness and this lack of trust for God. Like, I knew it and I saw it for what it was. I saw that I was God of my own life. I saw that this envelope was a God to me, that I had worshipped, that I'd bowed my knees to, that I'd prayed to daily. You know, not now I didn't actually pray to it, but I but I empowered it by constantly keeping it on this altar. And it's so amazing because God never asked me, He didn't say, I want you to give away that seven thousand dollars. I, I didn't even think of this until even now. But little by little that money had to be used. And as I used it, God was showing me. He was gently walking me through this process of letting go. He was gently having me walk through this process of relinquishing that God, that, that idol in my life. And he didn't just rip it out of my hands. What he did was he beautifully allowed it to dissolve and vanish. And he crushed that altar in my life. With grace and patience and peace because he knew that I genuinely wanted to trust him he knew that I wanted with my whole heart to be all in for him he knew that I wanted to be a woman of great faith but all I knew was how to trust in finances all I knew was how to trust in what was in the natural what made sense to my mind and <laughs> I'll never forget it when I quit my job my husband it was Christmas and I asked my husband how much we could spend on my daughter and he said babe we have 40 bucks and I was like 40 bucks like that won't even get her one thing and God told us to have a yard sale and it was so beautiful I, I think I've told this story before but my husband was like babe I don't want to have a yard sale like we've already done this and no one's ever showed up. And I was just like, no, God is telling us to do this. And my husband was actually late in putting out the signs. And he went out and he put out the signs. And as he was driving back, there was a trail of cars behind him. And I really can't explain to you how it happened because we had nothing of value to sell. It was just all just junk, little things. The most expensive thing we had at the yard sale was a $25 bookcase that wasn't even worth that but you know somebody bought it and we ended up with over like six to seven to eight hundred dollars and that was actually the biggest christmas my daughter ever had and it wasn't about the material things it was about god completely showing off completely saying like you allow me to be provider you allow me to guide your steps you have no envelope to put your hope and trust in anymore. You put your hope and trust in me and I will show you that I will provide for you. And like that following summer, I remember my husband, you know, he thankfully could pay our bills, but our electric bill was very expensive. And I remember prophesying like you are going to get a 30% raise. Like God, I I just felt it. And at the time my ministry partner was there and I was like you're going to get a 30% raise and I feel it. And he came back literally that same week. Long story short, he got a promotion. And I was like, "Yes, you got that 30% raise." And he said, "No, I only got 10%." He goes, "It's going to be just enough to pay our electric bill." And I thought, "God, what?" Like my husband really, like, he really deserves this raise. And God spoke to me and he said, Danielle, I'm only going to give you exactly what you need in this moment. And I remember thinking, why? (laughs) And it was because the Lord did not want me to put my faith and trust in finances. It was one of the biggest strongholds of my life. And, you know, and I'm not even fully arrived. I have not fully arrived and i know that he is gently and always tangibly working in my life with this but I, what i would love to say is that it's been uh, almost 4 years that i've given up my job three or four no it's 4 years since i've given up my job and i would love and i would love to testify that as of this year my husband has surpassed a 30% raise that god has been so faithful and the most p- amazing part about it was not only did he give him that 30% raise, but that he doubled the equity in our home, that he allowed us to get out of debt, that we had been in debt for so long, that we were slaves to that, you know, it wasn't even our fault because so much had been stolen from us. And when I turned 40, God said, the next 10 years, you will see retribution and restitution and my justice. And it's just been the first year and I testify and I give these stories to you because I need you to understand that I had a false sense of security and finances and God could not release to us the greater. In fact, by his grace, I did not even know that we had been living paycheck to paycheck, faith to faith to faith. From glory to glory, we literally... Like, God didn't let me know that because if I knew that in my heart, I would have I would have been terrified. It is sometimes God will be so graceful. He will give you so much more grace than you deserve. He will give you so much more mercy than you deserve so that he can get you to the next place. Because now that my husband has this raise, now that we are more financially secure than we were before, I don't feel that need to rely on our finances. I don't have that fear of needing to rely on our finances. I recognized that my marriage, that my husband's job, that the house I live in, these are all things that can be taken in an instant. These are all things that are actually just mirages of safety. The only place that I am safe is when I am literally standing in my father's presence. When I give him everything and I say, God, only you know how tomorrow is going to go. God, you say that you clothe the lilies of the valley, that you feed the birds of the air, and that I have nothing to worry about. Because I have more value than they do. That I was made to be a child and children are made to be taken care of by their parents. And our father is so much greater than we could ever be as a parent. I share these stories with you instead of just talking. Because it is testimony of how God has brought me through this process. Of not only recognizing that I was relying on things outside of God for safety, but also how, in His mercy and His grace, He takes us through the recognizing. He brings us to a place of healing and repentance. I wanna just talk about repentance for one second. If you don't know what repentance is or if you've heard it and you have this concept of just begging God, like, please forgive me. No, repentance is changing your mind saying, I'm so sorry. Like, I would never wanna hurt your feelings or I'm so sorry, God, that was so wrong. That was the wrong mindset. That was a wrong perspective. I deeply want to embrace what you're saying to me. I deeply wanna change my thoughts and my behavior patterns please help me because I can't do it alone. That's repentance. And he takes us through this place of healing and repentance. And then he brings us into an open space of fruitfulness and blessing. And for all the things that may have died in your life that you found safety in, I want to encourage you that when you're healthy, when God has truly brought health to you, He will bring restoration to those things that either you laid down or that were taken from you and i just want you to ask the father or if you don't know jesus ask jesus today first of all to come into your heart and then just say i don't want to depend on things that be can that can be taken away. I want to depend on something that is sure. I want to put all of my chips in. I want to I want to place all of my bets on. I want to put all of my risk into trusting God and I want to trust your faithfulness, God. I want to trust that you love me. And I really do want you to put your finger on the things in my life that I am relying on that I am holding on to, that I'm putting my beliefs in, that are not you, that are false, that are not true, God, and I want you to show me those altars, those idols, those gods with a little G, that maybe I've bowed to, or maybe that I'm bowing to, out of fear, maybe it's just out of, you know, not having a renewed mind, not knowing the truth. Just saying, God, take me into your word and show me the truth of who you are, the truth of who I am, and where I'm supposed to put my trust. Because the reality is, if you've lived in the world and you haven't known Jesus, all you know is to take care of you. That's the motto of the world. You take care of you and you put your trust in getting to the top and you fight your way to the top and you try to get money and you try to be successful and you don't know another way. So, when you come into the kingdom, when you come as it's when you give your life to Jesus and you come in as a child, you get full access to peace, you get full access to true security, you get full access to be taken care of and not having to take care of yourself, and you finally get full access to a place of rest. So I just want to leave you with that today, beloved, and I want to encourage you to know that you can get in the passenger seat and get out of the driver's seat and you can take your seat and you can recline back or you can sit in the seat and you can just enjoy the journey and just give that control to God because it's in that place that you will find your physical healing your mental healing, your emotional healing, your spiritual healing. It's in that place that you will actually get to see who you were truly destined to be. Shine brightly, beloved, and enjoy the rest of your week.